Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center. We're in Random Lake, Wisconsin. That's just north of Milwaukee and south of Sheboygan in Sheboygan County. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation at Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer. We are now considering, I should say, for catechesis, uh, readings that will lead us to celebrate our Lord's birth at Christmas. So today is the Annunciation of our Lord. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father, Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We say our memory verse. Having food and clothing, with these we shall be content, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. 1 Timothy 6, verses 8 and 10. We say our psalm, uh, the first half of Psalm 102. Say it with me. Hear my prayer, O Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me, answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl of the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the day my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name for a curse. For I eat ashes like bread, and mingle tears with my drink. Because of your indignation and anger, for you have taken me up and thrown me down. My days are like an evening shadow, I wither away like grass. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her, the appointed time has come. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today is from 2 Samuel chapter 7. Now it came to pass, when the king was dwelling in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells inside tent curtains. Then Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. But it happened that night that the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go, and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Would you build a house for me to dwell in? For I have not dwelt in a house since the time that I brought the children of Israel up from Egypt, even to this day but have moved about in a tent and in a tabernacle. Wherever I have moved about with all the tribes of Israel, have I ever spoken a word to anyone from the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, 
Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore, thus shall you say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have gone, and have cut off all your enemies from before you, and have made you a great name, like the name of the great men who are on the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. Nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them any more, as previously, since the time that I commanded judges to be over the pe- my people Israel, and have caused you to rest from all your enemies. Also the Lord tells you that he will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled, and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you, who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But my mercy shall not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I removed, from before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so Nathan spoke to David. All right, keep that reading in mind as we hear the angel Gabriel announce the incarnation to St. Mary. Reading from Luke chapter 1. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be? since I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One, who is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and now is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Okay, so catechesis on this text, some questions. And again, for those of you playing the home game, uh, I'll give you a brief moment uh, to yell out the answer if you like or something, or at least consider it, and then we'll give you the answer. Just, this is, uh, well, this is catechesis. Normally it'd be done in person. Um, but part of what, the reason we do this is actually to help you engage in your hearing of God's word. 
to think in terms of, you know, what sorts of questions might we ask or what, what information or details are, are relevant or important for us to remember. Now that all is in keeping, of course, with the scripture. It says that it's all been written for our learning, for our edification. All right. Uh, to what is the sixth month that Luke is referring to there in verse 26? We find out towards the end of the reading, right? But just think of what we heard yesterday. Uh, heard, probably couldn't see, right? <laughs> because the video quality was so poor. Yeah, this is the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. All right. So um, there's a six-month offset between John the Baptist and Jesus, right? Uh, where is Galilee geographically? Now, this is in the northern part of Palestine. Um, it had been a part of the region of the northern kingdom, uh, but Galilee is north of Samaria. Right. What was the angel's name? Same angel we met yesterday. Gabriel, right? Gabriel. What does Gabriel mean? Or That's why I pronounced it Gabriel. Hold on a second. What does that name mean? El is, the, is Hebrew for God, right? This is man of God. And he is seen as a mighty defender, right? And he's one of the four uh, archangels that are named, um, I think, in Enoch, right? The apocryphal book. Uh, why must Mary be a virgin? Hmm. Well, this is a doctrinal question. What is, what is the characteristic of all, um, all people born of woman since Eve? Yeah, all the children of Adam are born in sin. But of course, Christ is born without sin to save us from our sin. What did the angel say? What's the greeting? Yeah, you see it in verse 28. Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. All right? So the first part of what uh, is called the Hail Mary, right? What does highly favored mean? I saw the same kind of expression yesterday with Zechariah. And I think it's important that we understand this rightly, or at least in terms of the scripture. Highly favored one, or full of grace, as, as the, uh, the Roman church says. That is, the object of God's undeserved love. Yeah, to be highly favored is to be the object, the recipient. Of course, um, Mary's response and this should probably be your response if an angel comes and speaks to you. What kind of greeting might this be? Um, I think it's also more the content of the angel, what the angel speaks. Right? What was Mary to call the child? Verse 31, Jesus. Uh, who is the highest? Because Jesus is called here the son of the highest. Who is the highest or the most high? That's another name for God the Father, right? Okay, so what promise or what uh, prophecy was coming to fulfillment there in verses 32 and 33? This promise of the, the son that would sit upon the throne of his father David and reign over a house of Jacob forever and of the kingdom there'd be no end. I think we heard that. <laughs> yes, that was our first reading here from 2 Samuel chapter 7, specifically here verses 12. Through 16, right? When your days are fulfilled, I will set up your seed after you who come from your body and establish his kingdom, right? Okay. Um, okay. This is a 
helpful doctrinal question. What, or excuse me, how, we'll say how, how did Mary become pregnant? What does it say here in verse 35? The Holy Spirit would come upon her, very importantly, through the word, the word spoken by the angel, right? So it is the word that caused his incarnation. Um, or as the, as the hymn sings, love caused your incarnation, love brought you down to me. Oh, that's the Gerhard hymn. Oh Lord, how shall I meet you, is the name of the hymn. <laughs> Came to mind. Uh, why is Elizabeth mentioned in particular here? Yeah, she's given as a demonstration or a proof, right, of God's faithfulness to the promise given to Abraham um, in order that Mary, like Sarah, would trust the word, right? So there's the example of fertility being, uh, you know, the conception of, of John being a sign that God can do what he says, of course. And he's faithful to his word, to his promise. Uh, what important truth is there confessed in verse 37? Yeah, with God, nothing will be impossible. Why is verse 38 a confession of, of faith? Right, Mary's words, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Now, Mary asked that it be done to her according to the word, according to what the angel spoke. Of course, this is what faith is. Faith seeks to hear the word of God and to keep it. For example, Luke 11, um, where Mary is talked about. As it happened, as he spoke these things, a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. Right? So, Hail Mary, full of grace. There it is. <laughs> But he said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. All right? So that's what faith is. And that's what Mary is commended for, of course, for her faith. Um, so this is important. Why, why are these verses, especially verse 37, for with God nothing is impossible, and 38, behold, let it be to me according to your word. Why is this an important text for talking about faith, as we just did, but also baptism? Baptism. Because think about what baptism does. Now, baptism brings, um, through the washing of water and the word, brings new life, right? Brings uh, being born again, as, as Jesus would say to John, or excuse me, uh, to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, all right? <clears throat> Maybe another scripture, though, to consider would be Luke 18, all right? Well, we do like to do this, use the same gospel to teach. This is the rich young ruler. Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, and that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. But when he heard this, he became very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he had become very sorrowful, he said, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And those who heard it said, well, who then can be saved? But he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Sound familiar? Then Peter said, 
See, we have left all and followed you. So he said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or parents or brothers or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who shall not receive many times more in this present time and in the age to come eternal life. All right. So think about, again, faith and baptism in regards to verses 37 and um, 38 there. Just as life was created in the womb of Mary by the Holy Spirit through the word, even though it was impossible without a human father. Think of baptism now. So now faith is created by the Holy Spirit through the word and holy baptism, even though it is impossible for a child or anyone, really, to believe on his own. All right. So meditation on this text. How did Mary become pregnant? How did the Spirit of God come upon her? Through the word of God that was spoken to her. So the Spirit of God is always attached to the word of God and does not operate apart from that word. Faith comes by hearing the word because the Spirit of God works through that word. With man, whether infant or 100-year-old adult, faith is impossible. But through the preaching of the Word, the Holy Spirit calls us to faith. The birth of Christ teaches us how we are reborn through the waters of holy baptism. For the Word of God comes and does what has been promised or said. So we pray each time a child is baptized that it may be according to what God has promised in baptism, that is, that faith be created in the heart and that the child inherit eternal life. All right, there's our catechesis. I should have greeted those in our chat. Good, good to see you all checking in there. Donna, Tim, Lori, Grace, Don, Eileen, Rachel, and Ruth. Oh, and Gus too. Don't forget Gus. <laughs> good to have you all here. All right, let's continue with our catechism. This week we confess the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. What does this mean? God certainly gives daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all evil people. But we pray in this petition that God would lead us to realize this and to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. What is meant by daily bread? <clears throat> Excuse me. Daily bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, teach us to trust in you for daily bread, and according to your good and gracious will, give us what we truly need to support us in our body and life, including food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout or faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputations, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. All this we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this Tuesday, we pray for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray to the Lord to give to all peoples concord and peace, to preserve our land from discord and strife, to give our country your protection in every time of need, to direct and defend our president and all in authority, to bless and protect our magistrates and all the people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. On this day, we pray in thanksgiving with Dominic, 
Olivia and Tyler, who all celebrate their baptism. Of course, we celebrate with Hannah Claire, who was baptized on Sunday. We also ask the Lord grant his healing touch to those who are ill, receiving treatment, or recovering, especially Marcella, Jan, Kelsey, Ron, Reverend Herzog, Brad, Janet, and Timothy, Susan and Ken, Pastor Lindau, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Penny, and Roman. We pray with our homebound, Bev and David, Willis and Janice and Mickey, as well as our, all the missions and mercy work of the church, especially a place of refuge in Milwaukee, our mission of the month, as well as Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Prayer Collect Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns, with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing our hymn for this week, Comfort, Comfort Ye My People. Well deserved his anger, he 
more heed. She hath suffered many heartaches. Now her griefs have passed away. God will change her pining sadness into ever springing gladness. Hark the herald's voice is crying in the desert far and near, calling sinners to repentance, since the kingdom now is here. All that warning cry obey, now prepare for God away. Let the valleys rise to meet him, and the hills bow down to greet him. Make ye straight what long was crooked, make the rougher places plain. Let your hearts be true and humble, as befits his holy reign. For the glory of the Lord, now our earth is shed abroad, all no flesh shall see the token that his word is never broken. All right, so glad to have you with us all here today for our Congregation of Prayer on this December 8th, 2020. I encourage you to join us each morning if you're able. Uh, We stream live uh, around 9 a.m. on Facebook and YouTube, as well as on our website, of course. And uh, in the future, I may have to direct you more to the website to watch the stream just because the um, platforms that we're using have become increasingly more restrictive of the sort of contents, <laughs> content that we can use. They've already applied some restrictions um, on our stream on YouTube. So censorship is coming. Um, also join us tomorrow evening. Let's see, today's Tuesday. Yes, tomorrow evening, we will be streaming our evening prayer service as we continue to consider the sanctity of life and uh, specifically Psalm 139 tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. But of course, join us in the morning at 9 for our congregation prayer. Lord be with you all, and we'll see you again soon.